Welcome to Flights of Fantasy, your podcast book club. I am Kim, and I'm joined, as always, with my book besties, Anna and Christina. (laughs) We're back. We're back. (laughs) We're back. Yay! Guys, this is our first episode that it's, we're back since our Heaving Bosoms crossover. Yes. Which, if you have not listened to those episodes, you absolutely should. They're incredible, if we do say so ourselves, I think. They were really fun. We think they're pretty awesome. They're awesome. We had just so much fun. We're so happy to be back together for this episode. So we are going to be doing our current romance reads, yeah. some favorite romance reads. Pretty much just We're, our like not Kindle Unlimited reads. Yeah, this, like, these are yeah, like, yeah. yeah, these are all books that we just kind of had on our TBR and wanted to read, but they were not Kindle Unlimited, so we couldn't yeah. include it in our like current KU episodes. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I feel like between the three of us, we we kissed a lot of frogs, but we also (laughs) found some good ones. We did find some good ones, yes. It is interesting to note that I think in our usual KU reads, we DNF less, or if we DNF, it isn't that big of a deal because we didn't pay for it. Yes. Where in right. this, it feels like a bigger deal. The fact that yes. each of us actually DNF some books for I this. I DNF yeah. like three books yeah, that I paid for. It's actually shocking that I'm like, how do I DNF less KU? Like in my head, things I'm paying for would be. I know. Not and do you as... know what I feel like happened to me is what? I actually, as I'm trying to find a new, like non KU book, yeah. there would be like, 10 Kindle Unlimited yes. books that would pop up. Me and I'd be too. Like, well, me damn too. it. I Me too. Where this. was this when we were trying to make, when we were trying to do KU yes. episodes? I, I couldn't find a KU read. Now, all I see. I'm like, oh, that looks great. I that looks fantastic. I added eight KU books to my yes. TBR from just searching yes. for a non-KU book. And then yes. I would be like, oh God, what was that thing I saw? Oh, it's on Bookstream. I see it. This is going to be perfect. Great, great, great. Got my Kindle. Damn it, it's yeah. on KU. Like, it's Kindle Unlimited. Unlimited. so frustrating. Like, y'all, this never happens to us. No. Like, never. We've even like struggled to find KU. like good books to talk about and now when we were doing a non-KU episode of course we could find of course hit after us. hit after hit like <laughs> everything that looked good was on KU so our next KU up is going to be fantastic, fantastic because we've got some amazing KU reads oh yeah and I was striking out so much that eventually I texted I texted Kim and Christina and I was like fuck it I'm reading a KU book I don't care <laughs> I don't care anymore yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm done I was side texting Kim. We, also, we've each had like stressful life things go on, I think, recently. So and wow. so it's been just a lot. And at some point I was texting Kim about a Texas trip coming up. And mm-hmm. I was just like, I know that I need to read this one book I bought tonight. And she was like, girl, it's okay if you want to read like, it. I was like, don't. thank you for the permission because yeah. I really need like a light non- non like this intellectual book right now and I read a KU in between you know I'm not saying that the books we're going to talk about aren't great it's just it's interesting the juxtaposition of how KU has become something that like really is is like I didn't realize how important it was to me until I started reading non and KU it's so important we also read so much that like KU books it it makes it worth it for the subscription oh oh yeah I spent a lot of money on books this past few weeks I know ditto Oh man, which is fine. Like I love supporting the authors. Um, Totally. But I was I was more disappointed then when I was like, well, shit. I'm four chapters in and I just cannot get into this. Yeah. I know, you guys. It was really but you know what? I think not every reading period is gonna be a hit. Like not not every episode we do is gonna be like full of books that we are like absolutely obsessed with, perfect, ten out of ten, no notes. 
This yeah. is realistic, but listeners. It's real. <laughs> this is real life, people. <laughs> this is real life. But I still think they were. We got some good books. Yes, we did. That we did. I would recommend. Yeah. But needless to say, and I think between the three of us, again, I know we say this every episode, but between the three of us, we all have like varying interests. And Mm -hmm. so if Mm -hmm. anything in this episode, listeners, I think you'll find something that ticks or tickles your fancy Uh because the three of us have such different books we're bringing to the table. That's true. So. Okay. So Anna, are you starting us off this evening? Yes. I am starting us off. Sorry, really um, quick before you start, Anna. These mm-hmm. are all gonna, we're going to do spoiler free. I don't know if you're familiar with our episodes, but in this situation, we do spoiler free, so don't worry. And we will be writing all of the titles of the books that we talk about with the authors in the show notes. So make yep. sure that you check that out. But we will try to like maybe repeat at the end of each thing the title. Um, but just yeah, it'll be in the show notes. Okay, yes. sorry, Anna. So I'm going to kick us off tonight. Yay! And I am just preemptively going to tell all of you listeners, so if this is not your thing, go ahead and skip. <laughs> um, okay. I read very specific genre this this go around. Okay. Um, and this first series I'm going to talk about is called, so I read it actually, I, I picked up a series. Okay. And this was recommended to me by a friend of the podcast, Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Nicole. We say friend of the podcast, Nicole. At some point, she's just... got to come on because we're just like, friend of the podcast, Nicole. I know. Like, that's like her full name. Nicole. Friend of the podcast, Nicole. Nicole, please, yeah. you got to so come on. So Nicole and I have like very similar interests when it comes to spicy, the type of like spicy romance books we like. Yes. Right. And so this series is a very kind of like older series that's been around for a while but I had never read it. It's called Loving on the Edge by Ronnie Lauren, R-O-N-I, and Lauren is spelled L-O-R-E-N. And I think she actually just had a new book that came out this past January. I can't remember what it's called. Nicole read it. She was like, meh about it. However, Loving on the Edge is like, I want to say there's like 10 or like 11 books. Oh, Now, of those 11, there's like four or five of them are novellas, like really super short, just like little tiny glimpses into like couples that have already been stories who have already been told, like epilogues, basically. Oh, fun. Um, Oh, that's kind of fun. It is kind of fun. Like a catch up. Yeah, yeah, like a catch up. I love a catch up. So I got to hand it to Nicole. So before I started this series, she wanted to let me know like straight off the bat, this entire series is very BDSM heavy. Okay. Okay. Personally... That is not my normal kink, mm-hmm. I guess, that I would read. Like yeah, Fifty agreed. Shades, watched the movie, did, didn't like the books. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> didn't like the movie, really, oh, but God. I still yeah, watched it. Yeah, really, oh, I mean. One day that's going to be an extra content on Patreon. I was just like yes. watching that movie and making fun of it. Yeah, <laughs> And li- live reacting. Oh, I can't wait. Live okay. reacting. Oh, my so God. I want to go ahead and let listeners know in case that's just something that immediately you're like, no, not for me, skipping ahead. Right. I want to just say, though, I gave this series a try. Mm-hmm. I read everything out of order. I am notorious for reading all standalone series out of order. I will never, have never read a standalone series in order. (laughs) I Google which is the best one and I ask for people basically like what they think is their favorite and then I go off that. Honestly, so, I think it's a good it's a good route. It's a good I way to go. Like I, don't have enough, I don't have enough time to read 12 books, guys. We have a no, podcast. Oh, we does? read a lot Honestly, of books. Honestly, it's like when I start a new show, I never watch the pilot because like they haven't gotten their groove yet, you know? No, they really you haven't. Gotta, you oh, got to like start. I, oh, yeah, I never watch it. It's, oh, it's that's very, so funny. It's my husband. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I just, so Nicole, knowing me Uh that I was not going to start with book one, she wrote up a six-page document on every single book, the title characters, what the kinks were in that specific book, 
what the basic tropes were in that book and then was like pick your like here it's a it's a buffet (gasps) pick what you want stop what a rock star oh my god like full rock star and i will and i and i'm pretty sure i have nicole's permission but i will but if you guys if any listeners are curious i will gladly share this document with you because it is the best choose your own adventure that is hysterical so i just want to so i didn't read all 12 books i read four books and I went, woof, really out of order. I started okay. with book eight. My my type A OCD is like, oh God. So I started with book eight, which is called Call on Me. And okay. the reason I started okay. with it was Nicole's, it was Nicole's idea. She was like, I feel like this is a very good introduction and a very good kind of like easier way into the BDSM world because the main guy, Pike, is not actually like a traditional Dom. He's a His switch. Like Pike. Like Pike. A, like a- Pike, Pike, yeah. Got Pike. it. Okay. So she's like, he's not a traditional dom. The the main character Oak, main main character Oakley is a is a single mother, okay. and okay. she her daughter is I think nine or eleven, and her daughter is on the spectrum. And Five, Pike mm-hmm. is okay. a um like the like a guitar oh the lead drummer in a band. I wouldn't say like super famous, but. A well-known band, like he makes a living okay, from this. Got it. So she was like, "Go ahead and start with this because I feel like it's a really good introduction and like kind of it eases yeah. your way in." And she yeah. could not have been more correct. I am really oh, glad okay. I read this book first. So it's called okay. "Call on Me." It's book eight, Pike and Oakley, single mom. Okay. She works for like basically she was a foster child. Her whole like she grew up as oh no wait sorry she didn't grow up as a foster child. She works for a company that like helps kids who are in foster homes and like when oh, they become nice. when they like get basically too old to be in foster homes they mm. provide like places for kids to go. It's a great that's, anyways. Yeah, so she awesome. works there, but she's a single mom and she needs more of an income. To pay for uh-huh. her daughter, who again is on the spectrum, and she goes to a very expensive private school, with ha- which has like all- right. anyways. So she works mm-hmm. as a sex phone operator at night <gasps> after her child goes oh, to bed. Not okay. where I thought this was going. I know, not at all. She's Oakley. you know, pun intended, literally phoning it in. Like she does. <gasps> she's ba- like the first scene is her baking cookies and her talking to a sex. Like she's like totally Stop. not invested, obviously, That's so in the funny. phone call. I it's, love that. It's hilarious. That's, That's hilarious. But she and Pike meet up. Of course, they like, you know, he's Mr. Swagger and she's like not having it. And right. they end up having to work together because she runs the music department of this foster care system and he's a drummer. And so he oh, gets nice. asked to help oh. do one of their big fundraising galas and yes. she is helping the kids Cute. with the music. So that's love kind it, of like it. their story. It's great. Like, obviously, there is some good, like, you know, uh, dirty talk because she does the phone sex and like, oh, they, yeah. It's yeah, great. It's really good. Good. There is a really hilarious like scene at a um at like a sex adult toy store that like they run <gasps> into. It. Like it's just there are some really good funny little moments in this book. Yeah. But what's really sweet is to see her as a mom and Pike bonding with her daughter because oh, again, her daughter nice. doesn't bond easily. Right. And, right. but which the one thing that she really excels at is like music. Her daughter also has like this amazing oh. musical gift and Pike yeah. and her just bond over this. Yeah. That's very sweet. So anyways, I really, really loved it. It was a great introduction. They're short. That's a short book. Okay. I, th- I mean, I would say check the trigger warnings. I don't really think right. that one has like anything crazy. There's not really anything uh-huh. triggering in that book that at least for me, that would mm-hmm. like, you know, I would want to say off the bat, but, um, from there, I went to book three. Okay. Then I read book okay. six, and then I read, okay. <laughs> and then I read book four. Okay. So we went okay. eight, three, six, 
Four. <laughs> and would you recommend that order? I actually really loved that order. Okay, great. Um, okay. For me personally. I think after okay. reading after reading the book eight, the first book I read, book three I would immediately go to because um, that one is called Fall Into You. And this one okay. is like, okay. the best way I can sum it up, I'm not going to give you a whole spiel on it, is like, it's Miss Congeniality. You have Charlie. Oh, this is the she, one you were yeah, talking about. Yeah. So fun. Charlie is a sports, like trying to make it as a sports journalist. She wants to be like a sports newscaster, like on the field. She's a total tomboy. She's awesome. And she literally doesn't get the job because they say she's not quote unquote, like sexy enough. Like they ran, like she does, nobody wants to look at her, even though she's gorgeous, but she's like a tomboy. So she basically makes a deal with this guy and she's like, Hey, help me get in touch with my feminine side. Oh my God. And he's like, Okay, and, and he's it's like, great. I will I, also help you get in touch with your I will, sexual side. Yes. <laughs> so, so Grant is the main character in that one, and the only okay. reason I'm talking about Grant and Charlie now, I'm not going to get into the other two books I read. So what I didn't talk about in book eight because it doesn't actually play that big of a part in book eight, but the whole loving on the edge series, like I said, is BDSM. But uh-huh. more importantly, there's this thing called The Ranch. It's an exclusive BDSM club. Oh, also this book, all these take place in Dallas, which is really funny oh, for me fun. because like Texas hey. and Kim and Casino. Yeah. Yeah. It's just funny. Love so that. there's this like really exclusive sex club called The Ranch. Oh, I love and, it. The Ranch. You know, I love it. Yeah. And it's way out. Like the the front of it is a vineyard that Grant runs. He runs like a legitimate like vineyard. Oh. But behind the property is this oh exclusive club. <laughs> And you have to like, you know, but okay, so this is what I loved about the series. Like I said, BDSM is not my thing. But what I loved about it is I've never read a book or a series where the consent is done in such a way that like, yes, it's like explicit because it needs to be, but Mm -hmm. also it's just done in a way that doesn't feel like it's so out of, kind of takes you out of the book, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. And because of the fact that it's BDSM, like, I mean, these, a lot of, a lot of these stories like I said, check your trigger warnings because some uh-huh. of them are not, even some of the sex stuff was not for me. Like mm-hmm. I was not, there were some things I was like, right. this does not tickle my Do fancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is all about the pleasure that the female derives from it mm. and the check-ins. I have never actually seen like a safe word used in a book. I, I feel like those, that term gets thrown around a lot in series. Yeah. Like what's your safe right. word? Yeah. And then it never comes up. Yeah. And in these series, they get used. And it's not because anybody's getting hurt. It's just like, we're pushing a boundary. Mm. I'm going to call, or I call like, they, they also have like, they call colors like red light or green or yellow mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they'll call yeah. a yellow light, which means like a mental, like let's check in with each other. Okay. And it's, wow. I don't know, it's just, it's really, yeah. it was just kind it's of like totally different and something I've never read before. Yeah. 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 Like the communication. And again, it is, I cannot like stress this enough that both parties derive so much pleasure from this and it is all about people feeling safe mm-hmm. uh the sex being consensual yeah. um there is n- under no circumstances like nothing ever seems like wishy-washy or mm-hmm. is it d- mm-hmm. dubious consent there's yeah. never anyone being drunk because there's actually like a really sh- like all everybody is like a very strict drink minimum if you're at the ranch so that mm-hmm. everything is consensual That's very smart. yeah It's really, I don't know. It was just really done. It was something different. I'd never read it before. Well, and I think that's something that for BDSM in particular, like you don't, I don't know, to me, like that 
kink or that yeah. thing is yeah, sometimes yeah. a lot more like intense and like the man is like mm, there's not yeah. a, yes. like, you know it's the man's like not as much like checking in and it's like all very like yeah. intense and like I'm an alpha and like you're supposed to do yeah. what I say and like yes. you know like that is what is something that would sometimes deter me from even picking up a BDSM book so like hearing this yes. like yeah yeah that is that's what it was so and that was the thing is I had a very narrow mind view very narrow very narrow view of what I thought BDSM was yeah. until I read this book and I was yeah. like it just opened up what I thought I knew that's very interesting and kind of just very interesting I don't know and because obviously the, it is dom sub and in the books that I read it was a male dom mm-hmm. I did read a novella where it was a female dom oh, interesting. and it's just mm. not that's not my thing I th- like mm. that's fine if that's yours that's just not mine but there are right. full-length novels in this series that's what I that's what I said it was like choose your own adventure like yeah. uh, Nicole broke it down for me and so I just skipped the ones where I was like this isn't for me I don't want to try yeah. this yeah, and that, that there are I love so that. many different ones in yeah. the same series. Yeah. It's really cool. Now it yeah. makes sense why there's so many books because totally. it's like exploring it's all exploring. these different sides. And like I yeah. said, I there were some stories that were honestly like my favorite story. Like for example, um, book six with Kate and Tessa. There, I loved that story and the two of those two main characters the most, I think. Mm-hmm. But there were aspects of their like sexual life that were not for me. Mm, okay. And I should just, it was honestly like, but I, it was, but it didn't deter me. Like I just was like, okay, that doesn't work for me. Right, right, but I loved right. the story and it works for them. And that's fine. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, totally. it was just really interesting. And like I said, if that's not for you, so interesting. that's fine. In the same series, there are different, such different, yes. you know, op- like sexual options, like yeah. different things. Because yeah. really usually in a series, yeah. it's like, this is what the series is. And that's what yeah. all of them are. So And they can kind of start really to become like the same, like, you know. And there are fantasies. Like there are some things oh. like, you know, well, because it's like, it's not just, like I said, the BDSM is not just like the way that the Dom receives his pleasure is by making her feel heard and like Mm. and 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 fulfilling her fantasies so like Mm. one girl has a fantasy of like she's like I want you to chase me like I want to feel like almost like prey yeah but not like in a weird yeah (laughs) like but like right 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 right. like they just like they just they're at a party and they go for a walk and she kind of like starts to like run and he chases her and it's like this there's yeah and then there are some like I said there is is please check the trigger warnings there is one particular like fantasy that I really just didn't like because of uh-huh. specifically because of a verb of a, a verb a specific word that was used that just doesn't sit well with me personally but I do okay. know that in the BDSM world that is actually the word that's used but mm-hmm. I don't like the word personally okay. like I said check the trigger warnings there are some like ones that have history of like sexual assault in them that's mm-hmm. not explicit mm-hmm. on page uh it's just I don't know like I specifically um book six um has some some stuff in the like you know, trigger warnings, I would check. Um, But um, that, they're just great. And they're all, they're all so different. All the tropes are different. Like I said, if you're interested, I'd be happy to forward you the documents so you can choose your own adventure. (laughs) Thesis by Nicole. Thesis thesis by Nicole. (laughs) Truly, y'all, she did the Lord's work. I cannot. (laughs) Truly. I mean, well, I don't know about the Lord's work, but she's doing, she's doing doing someone's work. She did someone's work. Probably not someone's work well, you know. (laughs) Probably not Jesus, but that's okay. 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 So that was loving on the edge series by ronnie lauren okay um my final book i'm gonna talk about Mm -hmm. is called um beautiful stranger by christina lauren oh lots of lauren's i know lots of lauren's yay we all love scandalize which is by um it's by lauren but she's going under a pen name ivy owens yes okay yes it's by lauren yeah thank you kim it was by lauren um but we all talked about scandalize in our ku episodes and we all loved it 
Perfection. Yes. Um, and Christina Lauren, the duo, have they have so oh, many books out so many to books. choose from. Yeah. So I read um, Beautiful Stranger again. Okay. It is a series called the Beautiful Series. It is. Oh, um, right. I went out of order. <laughs> I read. Shocker. I read book two. I'm a little Shocker. confused on how many books there are in this series because on Goodreads, sometimes sometimes it says there's five, but then in other ones it says there's three plus novellas. So I'm I was going to sure. say, I think the two are novellas. I feel like I've looked at this. Too. Yes, I've I read the first two, and one of them is the the first one is the full length novel, and then there's a novella. It it goes like full length novella, full length novella, full length. full length. Okay, so, so I five, but two are novellas. Okay, so I started with book two, um, okay. called Beautiful Stranger. And I just picked it because, honestly, I saw a blurb on Instagram and I was like, well, this seems interesting. Yeah, <laughs> What's this yeah. book? Love that. Yeah. Um, so I think this is like their first series that they wrote yes. together. Correct. So I will say I think it kind of shows a little bit in the writing that it is yes. their first series. Um, I'm glad I started with book two because of that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I think book one maybe. Kim, you said you read book one and it wasn't. I didn't love it. Didn't love it. This was a long time ago, though, before yeah. I was really, like, into that kind of stuff. Mm. Like, not a, not a dark romance, but more, like, sexual romance. Like, I was reading sure. more, like, YA yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because I was, you know, younger. Because um, I was so YA. I love it, but I didn't, like... Yeah, because it was... Because you were YA. Because <laughs> um, I, I was YA. I was um, a young adult. I was. So I, like... It was fine, but I didn't continue on with it. Yeah. For whatever. I mean, you know, like you pick it, you pick something up, you put it down. Next thing you know, it's 10 years later and you're like, oh, I was supposed oh, to I read that, that didn't I? Whoopsie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I get what you're saying and I, I agree. It, sh- it, it shows like, yeah. you know. Okay. So anyway, so I'm just going to read the little blurb. Okay. Escaping a cheating ex-fiance, Wiz Sarah Dillon moved to New York City and is looking for excitement and passion without a lot of strings attached. So Mm. meeting the irresistible sexy Brit at a dance club should have meant nothing more than a night's fun. But the manner and speed with which he melts her inhibitions turns him from a one-time hookup into her beautiful stranger. The whole city Mm. knows that Max Stella loves women. Not that he's ever found one he particularly wants to keep around. Despite pulling in plenty with his Wall Street bad boys charm, it's not until Sarah and the wild photos she lets him take of her (gasps) that he starts wondering if there's someone for him outside of the bedroom. Hooking up in places where anybody could catch them, the only (gasps) thing scarier for Sarah than getting caught in public is having Max get too close in private. Oh! Okay. So this whole premise basically is they meet at the, like she moves to New York City. She has a cheating ex-boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. They were engaged. Anyways, Mm -hmm. so they meet at a club and they have this like one quick like night in the club. Like she's like, I'm going to do something crazy. I'm going to be out of my comfort zone. And they like hook up in like the corner of this club. In the club? And he is, yes, in the club. Like, like, like a second story. Like she's, she goes upstairs and like, he's like there. And anyways, they've been like eyeing each other all night. And they've, they've had a few, they've exchanged words or whatever. I've seen it happen at clubs. I've never been partaking, (laughs) but I've seen, I've seen the corners happen. I've seen it happen. Have you really? That's hysterical. And I was surprised. There are things about this book that are a little bit dated because it was written, I don't know, like 15 years ago or something. So there are some like things that are a little bit dated and that's fine. Whatever. I can move along. I can, yeah, whatever. But I loved it because in some ways it's a little bit of the reverse where he falls first. Love that. And she also is the one who kind of almost is like using, like, I feel like there's always like the playboy, right? And he like uses the sex as like 
I just use sex for sex. But in Mm -hmm. some ways, this book is like her trying to find herself and like be comfortable Mm. with herself again after being with this like asshole fiance. Yeah. 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 And so she's almost using him for the emotional release. And he's having to like try not to catch the feelings too hard. Yeah. And uh-huh. so it's it was kind of fun to see that dynamic play out. Yeah. Sure. And also I totally, totally loved the exhibitionism that they like their whole she basically comes to him with a proposition and yeah. she says, Hey, that was fun. And her her best friend, by the way, is like married or engaged to like his best friend and that's how oh, they how acci- they accidentally run into each other yeah. out like okay. that was supposed to be a one night at a club and then they run into each other and they're like oh shit and like oh so she comes like literally like a propositions and is like okay so we can do something crazy one night a week you plan it i want right. to like live outside of my comfort zone one okay. night that's it that's all you get so like she okay. that, that way nobody gets attached that's and fun. he basically sure. every once a week plans these like sexcapades and the whole point is like they're doing things they're doing sexy dirty things in places where they could get caught oh my god that's just like new york public library like no like it is yes like it is so much fun there is like so there's like this sense of like danger and like you know it's Listen, there's like another Uber scene, but it's a cab because it's 20 oh, years ago. And there's no Uber. Know, love that. <laughs> oh, God. And it's great. It. There's laugh out loud moments. There's really, oh my God. Like towards the end, there is this. Okay, so like it says in the thing that about the pictures. Mm-hmm. At first, that really creeped me out because I was like, why is he taking pictures of her? Yeah, because what are you going right. to do with those, buddy? Especially because yeah. this is like nowadays, like everyone is so, you know, with the internet. And this again, flip phones were still a thing when this book was book was written oh okay. god no, okay that, that actually okay. that's changed things because my head i was like what are you gonna do with those who are you gonna text those to like you exactly <laughs> no no this, is, like, this yeah. is all i kept thinking but i need yeah. to state this and i cannot say this enough i almost dnf'd it when i found out about the pictures but i kept reading thankfully and it's very very clear that she really likes it she likes okay, him yeah. having these photos of her. It yeah. makes her feel oh. like sexual, like sexy okay. and like wanted. Sure. Also, at the time of flip phones, it was different. different well, that, yeah. I mean, I think he actually has a camera though. Okay, right, right, right. Oh, and that's much better. You can't send those to people. But at that yeah. time, yeah. you know. So you'd have there's, to... it's just, I don't know. I really loved it. It was surprisingly sweet, especially at the end. Like, of course, it's a happily ever after. But like the way that the feelings get professed at one point mm-hmm. is done in such a way that's just really, really sweet. Oh, God. Uh-huh. And I can't, True. I don't want to say it. I do not want to ruin it for anybody. Okay, sure. But so not only is it like super steamy and spicy, but, uh-huh. and, and funny, but there's all these really sweet moments. Oh, good. Yeah. And I don't know. I just really. So fun. Really now, does the series it. follow them or other people? No. So I the first book, the first book is her best friend. and oh, fun. The, and the, and yes. uh, Chloe okay. and Bennett. Okay. And then yep. this one is Max and Sarah. And then I'm actually halfway through the third one right now, which is Hannah and um, Will. And I like Hannah and Will's story. There's like some things in it that are in the beginning that really kind of like did I didn't like, Mm -hmm. but I'm liking it more as it goes on. Okay, great. So that book is um, the Beautiful series by Christina Lauren. Specifically, that's book two called Beautiful Stranger. Yay! Love that. I I really liked that one. Those are great picks, girl. Yeah, I'm so glad you liked it. Sexy, sexy picks. Um, sexy, sexy Sexy, sexy picks. picks. Well, mine are not sexy, sexy picks. (laughs) Um, so (laughs) listeners, here's the situation. 
When we decided to do a non-KU romance reads, I was like, this is my time. My time has come. I've been waiting for this day. Because okay, thrilled. It, it, I'm, thr I'm thrilled. This is the genre that I read the most outside of our podcast. And it's hard because we read quite a bit for our podcast. So we're reading fantasy stuff. Then we're doing KU reads. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to like make time for some of these traditional romances that I've like yeah. had on my TBR for a long time. And so yes. I was like, this is it. This is my chance. I was so excited. I literally had eight books. And I almost finished, but I will get there. Um, <laughs> superstar. That I wanted to read, and yes. I was determined. I was like, this is it. This is your time. If you don't read these now, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Because we've just, we've got plans, people. We've got reading schedules. We're booked. And so, we're, booked we, we're booked. We're booked, we're booked, we're booked, booked and, and busy. busy. <laughs> booked and busy. That's so us. this is my chance. So I do want to say, just some quick disclaimers. I promise it's for a reason. I read too many in a row. <laughs> so don't make that mistake because I think it got to the point where I had read so many that I was mm. just, it was, I was hard to please. I was like nitpicking stuff. I was like, yeah. that's not believable. You know, like you just, you read too many of the sure. same genre. And I think I just got a little burnt out is what I'm going to say. Burnt out. Um, and also I've gotten a little spoiled with our steamy KU reads. And we've all um, gotten a little spoiled. Yeah. We we've all have a little spoiled and they're, they're raunchy and they're dirty and we love them. And so now yeah. I was like, I miss, I miss that. I miss um, the raunchy dirty. <laughs> so the spice was lacking in a lot of these. And so that was also, which like, that's not the fault of the book. Let me just, I'm not like, faulting the book sure. it just was kind of like i i i like that we have it in our fantasy we have it in our yep. ku yeah i miss it i like it it's a part of the book that we really love like scandalized and icebreakers perfect examples of a great romance yeah with spice perfect. yes okay? absolutely sorry this will be quick listeners i'm gonna go fast because i have quite a few to talk about <laughs> um keep so up. if you have keep any <laughs> so just keep up you know? Um, okay, so the first book, I'm going to go in order that I read them. The first book is called Thank You for Listening by Julia, I believe it's Waylon or mm -hmm. Whelan. Um, and she is actually, which is this, I love this premise. She is actually an audiobook narrator herself. And she huh. finally decided love after this. all these years to write a novel. Obviously, from what I've heard, the audiobook of this book is amazing because she reads her own book <laughs> and that. she's an audiobook narrator. Oh, so it's like kind of meta. Like, yeah, so meta. Like, obviously, if anyone's going to pick up an audiobook, let it be this one. Yep. So this follows a girl named Sawani Chester, and she is an audiobook narrator. And she was an actress at one point, but had a kind of traumatic, not kind of, very traumatic accident that happened. She had to put that aside, her dreams of being an actress. And she is now an audiobook narrator. And she used to do romance, but has sworn that off because she doesn't believe in like true love and she's oh. very cynical and very jaded and she's yeah. like I'm over it I think she does like sci-fi or something whatever yeah um it doesn't matter she's an audiobook narrator and she is you know doesn't have a ton of money um and her she has a really close relationship with her grandmother who is unfortunately um has dementia or Alzheimer's I can't remember and she's in a really great nursing home but her dad is basically like, I can't afford to pay for it anymore. So she's going to go somewhere else. And Swanee's like, oh, no. no, like she needs yeah. to stay where she is. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. very important. And he's like, basically like, I don't care. Like you figure it out then. Oh. And she's like, oh, okay. Um, so she's freaking out because she's, her and her grandmother are so close. She calls her blah, blah, which I know <laughs> sounds really weird, but it's so, it's so sweet. She calls her blah for short. And like, they just oh have God, the I cutest relationship ever. Like they, she's so, this woman is like, so like fabulous and fun. And she's in her nursing home with like all her friends and they like go to happy hour Aww. anyways Cute. so she gets this proposition one of her favorite authors that she used to do a lot of her audiobooks for has passed away recently but they her agent discovered a manuscript that 
this author wanted to have published and she wanted to do the audiobook, but only if Swanee agrees to oh, do it. Okay. But it's got a romance. It. And so she's like, I'm oh. not going to do that. Like, I can't. I'm sorry. Okay. And the agent's like, it literally won't get made. Like, she, this was like a stipulation, which I'm like, how would she know she's dead? But whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, that's fine. <laughs> she's not here to sue you, but that's fine. But, fine. Um, but whatever. So he's like, the agent's like, she wants you and this other really. F- famous audiobook narrator <laughs> and there's not such a thing but his name is brock mcknight and oh he the has name like this the name obviously it's fake um i'm a shocker um but he is like the industry's hottest most secretive voice like no one knows who this guy really is oh, no fun. one knows who swanee no, no swanee did it under a fake name too so like right. no one really knows who she is either but Got he it. has like this scottish accent and apparently like it's well known that like women like listen to his books and like got it have a good time if you know what i'm saying okay like he's that his voice is like that sexy got it um which i was like i I can picture that i got it i'm 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 like that guy that on on uh tiktok that did the like be careful yes my lady and we were all like that kind of voice yeah, 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 yeah. Literally, yeah. we had a listener send me that. I was like, girl, it's saved on my phone. I'm not going to say anymore, <laughs> but it's saved on my phone. Okay, that's all we need to say. Um, so that's that kind of a situation. Yeah, he's, yeah. But so like, he's like, hey, I'm going to introduce y'all. And they start emailing. And that was my favorite part of the book. Like, they exchange some really, like, sweet, witty, bantery emails. They start flirting. Um, and that's really, that's all well and good. Okay, then in the second half of the book, we, it kind of gets a little more serious. And that was my issue with a lot of these is, like, I wanted, like, really light, fluffy reads. And yeah, a lot of these yeah. had like some, yeah. maybe like just some heavier topics that I was a little bit like, mm, okay. Was it ready for that? Was it ready for that? Didn't really want that. So Swanee, like I said, went through a very traumatic accident. I won't say what it is. You do find out what it is. It's horrible. Um, And so she kind of like finally starts to like process it and like what that meant for like her life. She had to stop being an actress because of it. And her grandmother starts to unfortunately go downhill with mm-hmm. dementia. So that is something that I would say is if you have a grandparent that you were close with in your life, or if you have a grandparent yeah. that has Alzheimer's mm-hmm. or dementia, I would skip this book. I think I could see this being really, I don't like the word triggering, but I, I just think it's way overused sometimes, but I do think that that could be it's sensitive. Sad. Like it's yeah, it's sensitive. Like, and I just, it wouldn't be fun to read. Like it wouldn't be something that right. while you're yeah. reading this, like really fun Roman, I don't know. You know, yeah. I just was kind of like, Oh, this is, this is serious. Yeah. Um, so, but it was very like the romance was very sweet. The guy was very sweet. Um, there's like kind of a case of like pen pals and then it turns out to like maybe be whatever I won't I won't spoil it but I love it it was really fun I did like it I just felt like the second half of the book was a little more serious than Mm. I was wanting love their emails love the banter I would give it like four stars if we're rating it from one to five Um, liked it would highly recommend the audiobook I didn't listen to it but I've heard it's fantastic um okay so that was thank you for listening by Julia Whalen oh my god the next book you guys I'm not even gonna (laughs) I can't you cannot get me started on this the biggest disappointment of oh oh no that's ever yes yeah is nora goes off script by annabelle i don't i don't uh, whatever i don't even know her last name (laughs) i'm I'm looking at it and i don't want to pronounce it i'm mad um so this y'all this was so hyped the reviews on goodreads are insane like so good beatrice and bubbly who i love like this was her favorite book of 2022 yeah i saw it on her list of like her like ranked reads yeah Okay, you guys, I literally feel like I read a different book. I don't understand. I don't get it. (laughs) I'm like, I've never had this happen. We're like, I have hated a book that is like so hyped. Yeah. Beloved. First of all, there's no steam. There's no steam 
it's like completely closed door, like nothing. Yeah. Second of all, it features people like in their 40s. Okay. And the miscommunication that happens between grown ass adults <laughs> is baffling to me. Like you're a grown ass adult. I don't think you, I would like this. You have made two whole children come out of your body and you've raised them and you can't pick up the phone. Like, uh, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. It was ridiculous. The whole third act conflict was, I literally was like, I made, I spoiled it for Anna and yeah, Christina because yeah. I was like, I'm not going to let you read this and I have to vent about it and I have to tell you what's no, going on. Kim, Kim yeah. like told us about it and like was like, am I crazy? And Kim, Christina were like, no, this is bad shit. No, that's ridiculous. It's super yeah. annoying. And it's totally. ridiculous. No totally. offense if you love the book. <laughs> yeah. But, I'm so sorry yeah. if you love it. It's, I mean, <laughs> sorry if you love rated, it. It's so, you know. It is. I, again, I'm obviously in the minority. I think if you want something that's more focused on like women's fiction like the story of like Nora and whatever her life then you would love this why you would pick up a romance book for that I don't know but fine um fine whatever Whatever. the concept was really fun like she writes a book it sells to Hollywood and they come to her house to like film and this famous actor like I don't know Tom Cruise Matthew McConaughey who knows is like the lead and like falls in love with her okay um so whatever okay, there's well. no spice i okay. <laughs> next moving on but next moving on um oh, God. our beloved oh. Allie hazelwood yes, i read Allie. her second book called love on the brain this was probably one of my favorites this and another one and this is if you want a super fluffy like there is some spice and steam mm. just like light-hearted yeah and you don't mind the science which yeah. i'll get to <laughs> Listen, I'm not here for that, okay? No. I just, I ha- listen, I'm, I'm salty about stuff. I'm I'm not gonna, trying to be negative, but it I just love was it. what happened. This is, I love this. I love the energy. Okay, I love the love hypothesis by her. Yeah. If you've read that, this is very similar. Like, okay, great. It's her STEM-like series. It's her stem series, which, yeah. let me just, I, I'm not, I feel like I'm like, people are going to be like, oh my God, you hate women and feminine. I, no, I love that she wrote, I love that she's writing these stories. Yes. I love that this representation is out there. Yes. I hate science. Okay. <laughs> I hate it. Christina and I had a really mean middle school science teacher who would always yell at us for talking in her class. And I, she just, said us just, to the principal for talking in middle school. For talking too much in her class. Okay. I, ridiculous. I'm not surprised. Oh, I'm no, really not. No one's oh, surprised, God. but she was mean. She was mean about it. I like barely got a C in chemistry in high school with a tutor and I was thrilled about it like that's how much I freaking hate I hate science okay and so hilariously many of these books have a science aspect to it and I was like mother of god why does this happen to me why am I reading all these science books I hate it okay so let me just put that out there there was a lot of science in this book she is a neuro engineer and she gets her her like hero is Marie Curie. Okay. 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 Love it. Love that for her. Um <laughs> she gets offered a job at NASA, but it's oh. with like her arch nemesis from like her master's oh. program. Oh. And Hate he's super happens. grumpy and he hates her, but does he really? Uh-huh. Of course. Or is there a huge miscommunication? <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. You'll have to read it and see. There is more spice, listeners. If you read her first book and you were like, I want more, there is more spice in okay. this series. Okay. The first one had like one scene. Yeah. It was really good, but it was just one scene. Yeah. This one has a little bit more, but I wouldn't say it's like a super steamy book. Right? Okay. But it is very sweet. It's like precious. And yeah. I, I, won't, I can't say too much, but it is it is very, very sweet. There's nothing super heavy about it. Like Love there's that. no no dark topics. It's good so and light. Good and light. If you need a bee tree, like a true bee tree, like a poolside that's not going to like depress you. 
you. This is <laughs> this is it. That's what we need, you know. Yeah. Okay, and if you can, I just skimmed the science, although that was difficult because literally that was the entire concept of the book. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I did that love hypothesis, and it wasn't even. It was like she would right. just go on monologues, and I was like, I don't know what she's saying. I, I'm just like, keep literally, going. Literally, in the lab, I was like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope, nope. not gonna read it. Oh my god, um, Anna's so that's my fault. doctor husband would be so disappointed in us. I know, Ben. I'm really sorry. <laughs> oh, Benjamin. It, listen, it's sorry, Doctor Ben. It's not that I'm saying science is stupid. I just no. I'm bad. No, I, I get so, it. Like, I just don't it's understand. It's nothing it. against science. No, I, yeah, I'm reading the second, the third book in that beautiful series. She's a like runs a lab. She's getting her PhD in Columbia, and half the shit she's she's like split. Yep. I can't. I was like, I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. That's yes, fine. Anna, welcome to my life. Yeah, no, no, no. It's it's it, it was it. I literally was like, goodbye, not reading this. Um, but all that that's a me problem. It was super cute. Loved it. Lived it. Loved it. Okay, next. Okay, sorry, that was Love on the Brain by Ellie Hazelwood. Um, okay, next, Part of Your World by Abby Jimenez. Abby Jimenez writes mm. a um, series called Happily Ever After series. I have read the books. I liked them. They weren't earth-shattering, but they were fun, like, rom-coms. Yep. Okay, this is a standalone. It's a small town, reverse grumpy sunshine. Ooh, yep. I love that. The guy is, like, younger than the girl, but, like, not by much. And honestly, he's so hot that I, like, don't even... I mean, like, she's, like, he's 27 and she's, like, 35. So, like, okay. it's not anything That's crazy. Sure, totally sure. Yeah. And he, like, is a full-grown man and has, like, a career and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. He's so hot. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love him. Um, he's, like, <laughs> one of those, like, golden retriever, like, just... The guy falls first. Like, oh, he is just... Adores I her. love and that. Like, oh. Very hot about it. Okay, just let me say that. She's, like, this stuck-up doctor and who is from this, like, medical royalty family, which I'm not going to lie, I don't know what that means I, don't, um, I couldn't tell you what that never means. heard of such yeah. a family in my real life but whatever um she's like this ice princess so she her car breaks down in this small ass town and he shows up and of he's course. like let me help you of course he does and she's like is there anywhere to get a bite to eat around here and he's like I mean the local bar <laughs> so she shows up there's like this bet with his friends about like his friends are like, I bet who can take her home? And he's like, no, we're not doing that. Cause he's like a nice guy. And he goes <laughs> up to the bar sweetie. and he's like, he's a sweetie. And he goes up to the bar and he's like, Hey, so my friends are like betting who can take you <gasps> home. And she's like, well, I was about to walk out. So why don't you walk out with me and let them think that you're taking me home and then we can split oh my God, the money. So fun. And he's like, Love that. Yes. So they walk out and he tries to give her money and she's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually I, incredibly I'm, wealthy. But, I'm actually, very, very well <laughs> I'm actually like a millionaire, but it's fine. Um, but no, you're she cute. She's like, she's like, no, you're cute. You keep it. <laughs> you're cute. Uh-huh. You keep it. You, can, you keep it. And like, he's just like that flannel, like good, just like cute oh, little small town love boy. Love it. I'm picturing like Mutt from Shit's Yes, Creek, yes, like, er, yes. Like early, like, you know what early I mean? Early in like, the show. Yep, yep. Yeah. Super cute. Cutie but, in like, a barn. Maybe. Yes. Love it. So anyways, like they have a one night stand and she's like, that's it. I'm done. Like our worlds don't fit. You know, you're not part of my like, world. I'm not you're part, not of, part your of my world. Like, like Little Mermaid, you yeah. know, um, that is literally exactly what I, the whole time I was like, this is Little Mermaid. Okay. Um, it's super cute. It is like, guys, I just, the angst and the back mm. and the forth and oh, like the, no. no, we can't be together. Our worlds don't make sense, but I can't stay away. No, <laughs> yes. Like I just, it, <laughs> It was one too many times. Like once, yeah. maybe twice is uh. fine. But it was like back and the fourth. And I was like, stop, you're hurt. You're breaking his heart. He's just a little angel. He's just, just a sweet boy. He's just yeah. a sweet angel boy. 
So it was like, it was just like very the notebook, you know, like, what do you want? She's like, it's not that simple. Like, it was literally and yeah, like, that it kind of situation. It is that simple. It is, though. And we all know what the resolution's going to be. And so right. the whole time I'm just like, just get there. Like, just come on. <laughs> and sure enough, they did. They got okay. there. Spoiler alert. It's happening <laughs> after. Okay. But oh. I will say, out of all the books I read, I felt like it was the most fleshed out. Like, it was a very sweet, if you want like a true romance that's like got some angst got some like contrived cheesiness but like you're here for it it's okay there i there is steam but it's not like super explicit christina lauren doesn't do no i'm sorry that's abby jimenez um it's not like super explicit but like it's 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 fine um so this was again like this one in love on the brain were probably like my two of my favorites that i read okay i would recommend it i thought again this has amazing reviews so yeah again was probably just me like whatever Okay, then I read The Soulmate Equation by Christina Lauren. <laughs> I literally... I almost spit so out my wine at that, at that don't even, I don't even want to talk about this one. Um, that should be your line. That should be it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. Actually, yeah, that is it. I don't really want to talk about <laughs> no, this one. No, no, you should say something. <laughs> I'm super disappointed because I almost picked that one oh, up. I know. I, again, no, it's my fault. It, it's No, it's not, actually. Um, <laughs> it's not your fault. You didn't write the book. I, well, I didn't. Um... <laughs> Here's my thoughts. Okay, I actually just, I have a condensed, I'm not going to tell you what it's about. You can go look it up. Thoughts. Again, way too much science. Oh my God. Why did you get so many science? Again, way too much science. I know, Christina, I know. Like the irony of me hating science. I'm dying because the last book you read of of this whole thing, which I don't think you're going to talk about, is Love and Kids. I know I'm going to, I'm going to like briefly mention it if if I can find the strength. Um. Okay, again, way too much science, and there was zero explanation what the attraction was here between the two main characters. It wasn't believable to me. Also, too much science. <laughs> I can't. Okay, again, it has good reviews, so whatever. It was just like this stupid genetic matchmaking app that was like, they talked way too much about genes and DNA and all that shit, and I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Also, barely any steam, so again, I have very little patience again. for this. It's um, so funny to me that they'd have bar- barely any steam, because like, this beautiful series by them yes. is like, and full of it. super steamy. Yeah. Christina Lauren, put more steam in your books. Yeah. Okay, this one I do want to talk about, because um somebody... There's a popular KU book called Every Other Summer by Carly somebody. Every Summer After. Every Summer After. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. I almost read it. And then I was like, this is going to be too heavy. So I didn't. Good that you didn't. If it's anything (laughs) like this one. No, it's it's good. It's just like, it is not What's the name of it? It's called, oh, sorry. (laughs) Love and Other Words by Christina Lauren again. And this one was very sweet, but it felt super YA to me. Mm. Okay. I'm going to read the thing super quickly because I don't know how else to explain it. Okay. Okay. Macy is settling into an ambitious, if emotionally tepid routine. Work hard as a new pediatrics resident, plan her wedding to an older, financially secure man, keep her head down and her heart tucked away. But when she runs into Elliot Petropolis, the first and only (laughs) love of her life, I know, the character bubble she's constructed begins to dissolve once upon a time Elliot was Macy's entire world growing from her gangly bookish friend into the man who coaxed her heart open again after the loss of her mother only oh. to break it on the very night he declared his love for her oh, God. told in alternating timelines between then and now teenage Elliot and Macy grow from friends to much more spending weekends and lazy summers together in a house outside of San Francisco devouring books sharing favorite words and talking through their growing pains and triumphs as adults they become strangers to one another until their chance reunion although their memories are obscured by the agony of what happened that night so many years ago Elliot will come to understand the truth behind Macy's decade-long silence and will have to overcome the past and himself to revive her faith in the possibility of an all-consuming love this sounds exactly like every summer after it 
It, okay, like, it is. So the only reason I'm even like going into depth about this is that a lot of people say that this is a better version of oh, Every okay. Summer After. Got it. Mm. Okay. okay, my issue with this one is it because half of the book is flashbacks to them as teenagers, yeah. it felt very YA to me because mm. they are quite literally teenagers. Like, I think it starts when they're like 12. Oh, God. And then you 12? go up to like, yes. And you go up to like, I think they're like 18 or something. And then they don't speak for 10 years. Oh, okay. Jesus. And then they okay. show back up and, it, okay, whatever. I thought this was very sweet. But again, it did have some darker topics such as the death of a parent that was unexpectedly yeah. heavy. I felt like present day Macy was like this. She was a complete robot with no personality. And the situation with her fiance was like, it was absolutely ridiculous. Again, like I just got really nitpicky about it because I was like, this is, I've read too much. Again, mm. it was like very Nicholas Sparks. Like, you know, like they grew up together and that was like her first love and they don't yeah. talk for 10 years and he comes back in her life out of nowhere. Okay. This is shocking me that we read the same author. I know. And I love. Yeah. Scandalized by I know Ivy like Scandalized is so it feels like well flushed out. I mean, I, I will know. say the beautiful series they're they're three hundred and like seventy five pages. So like, of course, the characters aren't that flushed out, but mm. and there are some like you know dynamic issues where I'm like, but but it's three hundred and fifty pages. And I, yeah. it doesn't feel, I feel like what you, I just, it's just kind of hard for me to reconcile that we like are reading I two know. different, like reading the same authors. Yeah. Well, I think, again, I think the issue is like they, it is a romance, but it's also like just a fiction. Like it's Maybe they not, just need to stick to their like spicy books. They absolutely they do. Good at and again, it. Yeah. I, I think, I do think this was just like, I was not in like maybe the right headspace and yet I pushed forward mm. and then just like progressively got more annoyed by mm. every book I read. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, again, oh, I just totally. haven't read a, a true contemporary romance in a long time. So I think I was just a little bit like, is this for me? I don't know. I was just a little let down. I did like it. But mm. again, you guys, like there's some heavy, like it's, it's sad. Yeah. Um, there's some heavy stuff. So definite trigger warnings for loss of a parent. And it was just really sad. And so for me, again, like when I'm reading a fun romance, like I just don't really... I want to deal with that. Yeah, nope, totally. Know, nope, not here you know, for that. So like, not here for that. No. So again, maybe that's my fault that I didn't look into it, but just letting you know, like that is, that is it. Um, Last one, I promise. This one, oh, is One True Love. Oh, sorry. That was Love in Other Words by Christina Lauren. Yeah. Last one, which is becoming a show or a movie is One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins. Oh, okay. I've heard about, I've seen, I've heard about the movie, the, the like, or uh-huh. series or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Well, because yeah. Daisy, Daisy Jones is now like, yeah, people are living like, for that, which I love the I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it either, but yeah. I I did like the book. Her, my favorite by Taylor Jenkins Reid is still The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Mm, I'm, yeah. I really wish that would become a story. Okay, this is Pearl Harbor meets Castaway. Oh, this okay. one. Okay, I, okay. I yeah. am so excited to hear about this because when you told me that, I was like, excuse me? Excuse I know. me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is Pearl Harbor, but without sexy Josh Hartnett and Ben Affleck. Okay. 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 Um, I mean, I'm sure Jesse's well looking, but I, he's not. He's no Josh Hartnett. Okay. I I'm mean, a poster in my room. <laughs> Were we not all obsessed with Josh Did Hartnett? Did me and Kimberlyn <laughs> cut this out of like teen bop pictures yep. of Josh Hartnett? J-14. From, Absolutely. From, yes. Uh, yeah, probably just like tape it up in my closet. Yeah, yes. like a little collage. With the, with, oh, the, yeah. with the white tanks and the dog oh, tanks. Yeah. Stop it. And the like, running and the sweating. Stop and the, the running. Oh. Open yes. up your locker and it's just Josh Hartnett. Yeah, Hart. it's oh. literally, he was so, whatever happened to him? Okay. Good question. Um, so this was Pearl Harbor. Okay, Pearl Harbor meets Castaway. So there's Jesse and Emma. They're high school sweethearts. They like meet at a party one night. They're in love. They move away and they become like nomads. They travel all over the world. And Jesse is a, like a travel photographer. Okay. And they travel like all across the world and he shoots like 
amazing. He's like a very well known like established photographer, and she is like a travel writer. Okay, and so they are on their first their like first wedding anniversary. He gets a call for like this amazing job, and she's like, "Don't go! Like it's our wedding anniversary." And he's like, "This is an amazing opportunity." So he goes and. He's on a helicopter over the Pacific when it goes missing. <gasps> what? So they find like the helicopter wreckage. It eventually comes up on shore and like the bodies of like not everybody aboard, but enough to where they're like, okay, he's dead. Oh my God. And I will say like this does, they Taylor Jenkins Reid did an incredible job of portraying like losing your spouse oh. and like the true like depth of like your grief. Like she didn't just like get over him. Mm. Like it was mm-hmm. years before uh-huh. she yeah. could even like come out of like her stupor and I did like that because sometimes I feel like someone dies and like a month later they're like I love again I'm like no 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 this is your spouse. not realistic stop that yeah stop yeah that. um so she quits her job and moves home in an effort to put her life back together like years go by you guys like mm. and she bless her heart she was not well like bl- I mean yeah. truly, she went through it years later she's in her 30s like she was super young when this happened she runs into an old friend Sam and finds herself finally like falling in love again and they get engaged and it feels like you know she she can finally like have her chance sure yeah so they get engaged she's super happy like she loves sam they have a great relationship she gets a phone call <gasps> and it's jesse and he's alive and he's like where has he been me i will get to that i <laughs> the listen okay you're y'all are gonna be yelling at me because you're like kim who cares i care okay like and they're still married like they i mean they declared him dead i think but like they're there's okay so but, okay so i all I, I say that to only say like in his mind like He's been trying to get back to her all these years. Oh, and like no. she, In her mind, like, he's dead. So yeah. So the dead man essentially is, like, back. And I did oh, think, like, God. he comes back and, oh, my God, like, she does not know, like. What to do. How to act, like, how to yeah. treat him. Like, and in his mind, like, nothing has really changed because he's been living, like, he, you know what I mean? Like, she's, her, her life is like, moved totally. on. Yeah. But to him, he's, like, like, pining for her. Know, oh, my God. Like, we, yeah. we can, we can, now we can be together again. Like, oh we're, you know, you're my wife. Like, I love you. And she's like. Like, uh, uh, I, think I grieved found you. I grieved, yeah, I grieved you. Yes, yeah. she, totally, she wrote him totally. this really sweet letter. And like, finally, I think like years after he died, like, sorry, went missing. She wrote him a letter and was like, I have to, like, I have to move on. Like, I'm going to yeah. write you this letter. And she does. And then like, that's all great. And I do think it was handled really well. Like him coming back and her having to like adjust to that. And like, yeah. they had some hard conversations. But like, I was never going to be happy with either like so now but essentially like she has to make a choice like yes. does she stay with oh, Sam or does she choose Jesse her first love her husband oh god but oh, not don't her tell husband me. don't tell me I I, I won't because it doesn't like I was not going to be pleased either way either it way it's like an impossible situation like totally mm-hmm. totally I just wasn't going to be happy because on the one like she chooses Jesse and like poor Sam but then she chooses Sam and like Jesse has been trying to get back come back to her for like totally. years she's oh. damned if she does she's damned if she, she don't right okay the other issue was this he literally t- the, he barely talks about his time away and I'm like that okay. is literally the only interesting thing about you that is all I care about like, <laughs> Where what happened to you for 10 years on this fucking island and he's like Truly. I don't want to talk about it and I'm like I don't care talk about it like I don't care I want you to talk about wait, it wait okay. so he's been just on an island no not an island a cluster of rocks what for years years and you're telling me how did he survive yeah great question great question Anna <laughs> oh no 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 this no, this, no. this in my brain right now this is not working thank you I couldn't get past it. He makes a passing comment and she's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, wait, 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 no, no. rewind the tape. Okay. Tom Hanks was on a full ass island and he still barely survived. And you're telling me you're on a you mere cluster, a cluster of, rocks of rocks with no coconuts and no, like, like, come on. No volleyball. 
he's is like, there no shade? He would have died from sun poisoning. There's no trees. Fresh water. He was in a he he Fresh uh, water. found a, a um float with the float thing. You know what are they, whatever it's called the a yeah. boat flotation device like the, the a flotation like like a, yes. like a flotation yes. boat. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He finds it. Oh no! But it's but he hits the coaster over like he he crashes. And he has to swim. Oh, because he was a swimmer in before. Of course. He swim, okay. Also. Good. Okay. Like, okay. Like, a, like a college a, level swimmer. A, athlete swimmer. Okay. Convenient. Okay. So the, the, <laughs> the flotation thing cr- crashes and he swims to a, cl- literally a cluster of rocks. And he uses that as like shade for <gasps> years. You're telling me that thing wouldn't disintegrate after like what year two? What did he eat? Wait. Oh. Years. Conveniently, Anna, the cluster of rocks had just enough of a sandy bay area where, where um, clams and oysters were you, growing. That's not how that works. <laughs> I know. Like okay. if you farm all of the mussels and clams, they yeah. don't Oh, he did. Back. He eventually he eventually ran out. Of course he did. He, he okay. does say that he eventually ran out after, I'm like, I don't even know how long. I'm like, yeah, after- because you, you could eat those in a week and they would never come back. Like that's real years. Also, does he not have water? Does He has must have scurvy too. He didn't have any citrus. He collected rainwater with his stupid tent. Shade. I'm, con- I'm really concerned about the scurvy. Anna, I'm you really concerned about. about so, like, the they do scurvy. say he's like very malnourished, and I'm like, oh because God. he would be fucking dead. Like, there's no way this man could do this. Like, I'm sorry. Some of no. some people have not read Outlander book three and trying to get to America and did not bring the oranges. Like, stop. So then he says, amidst his muscles and clean no diet, citrus, he's you're like, dead. You're dead. I can't. You're dead. Week two. Okay, stop it. <gasps> Scurvy. Scurvy. Oh, God. Not only that, he's like, oh, then I started training. With to what swim energy? You're malnourished. To leave my cluster of rocks. With what energy? Exactly. His rainwater and muscles diet. Do you know how much Michael Phelps eats? He <laughs> 15,000 calories a day. He's not even eating 1,500 calories a day. He's like, I swam a little bit every day until I got stronger. And I'm like, with what nutrients? I don't know. <laughs> Some of us don't know strength and conditioning, Taylor Jenkins Reed. Okay. Then oh he's like, God. and one day he goes, the muscles and clams ran out. My power bars ran out. You had power bars? Oh, he had power bars? He was like, I had a few, like I had some in my pack that he conveniently has with him. But it's like years. No, no, like Enough for years. Years. <laughs> no. Years of power okay. bars. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. No. If you were eating one a month, maybe. Oh but like, no. No, not oh even gosh. then. Who brings like 85 power bars on a I was going to say, okay. who has that many in their pack? So he just swims. And eventually, like, oh, he just does not it. that just hard. He just does. Oh, yeah. He oh, he did like lose a finger and he never talks about it. And oh, I'm like, really, God. you're just not going to tell me what happened to your fucking finger after I had to listen to this stupid also, story about your cluster of rocks. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, stop. No, he's like, I lost a finger. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. She's like, OK. <laughs> Anna, can you ask Dr. Ben when we get off this this Zoom call? If what would happen if you lost a finger and that blood loss, would that just like would would you eventually like bleed out from a finger of blood loss? Could you could you die? No, from- you, well, you'd have to you have to have put a tourniquet. He's I mean, or cauterize. If he had a, if he had fire, mid swim, he lost it mid swim. <laughs> yes. How did he lose a finger in the water? <laughs> what? Say? He didn't tell me. Unless a shark just was like, I'm gonna take a nibble, yeah. one bite of the finger, and decided right. that sorry, dude, That's you're it. too malnourished for me. I He's on the same diet as Jesse. He's like, that was enough for me. That'll last me another year. Just the finger. Like, do you lose a finger? Okay, swimming. That's oh, that's Jesus. what that's how I interpreted it because oh, he was like God. I was swimming. You know he the only thing tap- I'm thinking about, right? If you lose a finger in the ocean, the blood. blood? 
and sharks. sharks. The blood, yeah, which would yeah. be sharks. Yeah. He's, he's out in the middle of the open ocean. There are uh, uh, there are sharks about. Sharks. Oh, he did sharks. say. Oh God, he did say. He was like, yeah, I ran into some issues. This one shark was like circling my cluster of rocks for a couple of weeks, so I wasn't able to get out and fish. That was tough. <laughs> And then it just went away. And then it just went away. Also, circling like, my cluster of rocks. 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 Okay. Like, y'all, you're telling I me this, this cluster of rocks was big enough where he could stand in the middle and just watch a shark circle him. Like, yes. he could see all directions of the cluster yes. at one time. Correct. I can't. Oh, and he no. was just like, okay, I'll wait you out. How? How are you going to win? Also, I would never get in that water again. I would die on my cluster of rocks before I would get in that water with that shark. You, They would find my body one day. Just people driving by on the ship would be like, oh, yeah, I bet that's what happened. Uh, look at those bones. He won't okay. even say what happened oh, to his fucking wow. finger. He gets attacked by jellyfish. I'm like, oh, oh God. <laughs> well, this, I know that is mid-swim. The finger might have been on the island, but he doesn't have a tourniquet. He has nothing to bind it with. So he's attacked by jellyfish mid-swim. And this man with no energy, no nutrients, nothing is like, I will soldier on. Correct. Keep Correct. it on. Oh swimming. my god. Keep yeah, it on yeah. going. Lost Here the finger. We go. Got attacked. And like he's found by a cargo ship and they bring him home oh, and god. he's like in the hospital for a week because he's malnourished oh. and doesn't have a finger. Be a um, lot other than that, a week. He just a gets a lot longer than a yeah. week. Right? He's gone. Yo, we're talking like many years. Like not a year or two. Like this is a long bonkers. time. Many yeah, like, years. This is- this Many is years. Okay, I'm, I'm talking. This is why I said Castaway, but like not less believable than that because Tom <laughs> Hanks had a whole fucking island with a oh, cave yeah. and a plethora of fish. Yeah, he had a whole system. and the volleyball and the coconuts. Yeah, this man had none of that. Okay, no coconuts. And you're telling me no coconuts, nothing. Okay, wow. <laughs> literally wrote. what a journey. Also, the fact that he's saying he survived on a cluster of rocks for that many years <laughs> is absolute insanity and could never happen. He <laughs> um, just couldn't. Wow, and I'm what sorry a if you think that's like if you're listening and you're like that's petty. In the moment, it didn't matter. It mattered to me. Okay, it mattered to me, and I couldn't get past it. Okay, and again, like the ending, I was like, this sucks. This is sad. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. It, it sucks for yeah. but like there was, there's can... no good answer. No one's yeah. gonna win here. Yeah. Like yeah. poor Jesse is like, I was, I lost a finger. <laughs> I was swimming home I to you. Battle jellyfish for you. <laughs> and a shark. And I ate mussels and clams for ten years. Oh my God. You know, oh. so he, I like. If that were me, I'd be like, well, then I feel indebted to you because I feel like you've you've really been through it. Meanwhile, oh Sam's like, well, I, I love you. And you <laughs> I, choose. I and love you. She's like, oh, God, like, I don't know what to do. It's oh, a whole man. thing, you guys. Like, there's so much more to it that I was just like, I don't, I, I don't know. I also, some of the reviews were like, I was so stressed out for her because, like, it was not fun what to do you be do? in her head. Because yeah. there was so much anxiety yeah. about, like, who you're going to choose. Like, she's like, this was very stressful. Yeah. Um, I was, I was too busy being like the cluster of rocks would never, like that would happen. <laughs> I wasn't, That's I wasn't stressed we about on. it. Yeah. That's we where were... I was stuck on. So I will say I'm going to watch, is it a movie or a show? I can't remember. I, I think it's a movie, like a made for TV. Like I'm a... going to watch it. Oh my it, God. I, I forgot I... that this was, I'm sorry. I forgot that this is the one that's being made into a movie. How are How they going to do, do this? No, no. I, I don't know. No they way. better make it more rel- reliable. Like, they uh, better make him. I was going to say. He, he needs to be dropped in like a jungle. Yeah. That's what I, I think saying, they're going to do. There's like no way of some sort. that a writing room no. would not be like, all right, so here's the deal. We're landing on a legit <laughs> island. This is an island. We've yeah. got trees. Yeah. we got coconuts. Yeah. we got fish. And there's a no other ecosystem. Yeah. yeah. No a whole ecosystem. A whole ecosystem. Shrimp. So I'm sorry if you guys 
I, you know, again, I'm not trying to yuck anyone's yum. No. If you liked it, I think that's great. I just, you know, again, I liked it for what it was. I just, there were aspects of it that were hard for me to get past. And I also felt like, again, like, I just had problems. This is, like, kind of an overall thing. I just had problems connecting to, like, a lot of these characters. Like, I just felt like some of them were very one-dimensional. And Mm. again, like... I will say, to be fair, the fantasy books we read are much longer, so there's more time yeah, to maybe develop totally. some of these characters. A lot of these books were, like, under 400 pages. So right. I, I do understand that that's challenging to, like, have a plot, have a, like, have a romantic relationship, yeah. and have, like, a bunch of fleshed-out characters. I understand totally. that. Some of the stuff I just, like, I don't know. She just didn't feel super fleshed out to me. So, again, I'm going to watch the show, whatever. I oh, can't I'm, wait I, to see I what I have they to do. say, I'm riveted. I... I, when I, we yeah, stop, I, when I we stop recording, I, you got to tell me who she picks and what happens. So, yes, yeah, I, will, yeah. I will tell you. I will tell you. Yes, yeah, I want to know. Yeah, and we got to watch was, the show. We okay. will. We will. Last book I DNF or just set aside is freaking Lessons in Chemistry. Y'all, that is, this is the most depressing fucking book I have ever <laughs> read in my life. I was sold as a Gilmore Girls meets Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. No. It no. is said to be laugh out loud funny. No. <laughs> no. Not laugh out loud funny. This is a historical fiction novel. And that's what it is. Yeah. Okay? About a woman who's trying to be a... Guys, she's a fucking scientist. <laughs> of course she is. Kimberlyn. <laughs> oh Listen, okay? Oh, my God. I, oh, Jesus. Okay, you know, I thought it was going to be like Christina's sports romances were like, yes, they're sports, but like, it's there's not really sports. Yeah. I thought that's what I was getting myself into here. <laughs> no. Wrong. Okay? Wrong. <laughs> I was oh, like, it'll be God. fine. I don't like science, but Christina doesn't really like sports and she gets through it. I can do it. No. <laughs> um, so I'm really sorry. I DNF'd it. It's I can't fathom how this would be a romance. I actually don't really think that it is. So that is probably my fault. But, you know, I was really looking forward to reading it. It's, yeah, no. Who wrote that one again? Oh, Bonnie. I know I've seen it around. Like it's something. Yeah, I'll, yeah. It'll, well, I don't I probably won't put it in the show notes because I... <laughs> Because <laughs> we're not talking about it. But again, my fault. Probably wasn't a romance, but I did DNF it. There's like a there's like a dog that's like she taught they like communicate. It's a whole thing. I they can't, communicate? Uh, he's like a dog that like understands and like is like <laughs> sentient. So I was like, this is a little zany for me. <laughs> so we've got like a dog who's like like communicates with her and is like understands like everything that's going on and like helps raise her child. Helps raise her her child? Kim, yeah. I, I, what, I, did you, what did you read? <laughs> I don't know, you guys. These are very highly like, rated my, books. My picks were not great literature. But <laughs> I knew going in what I was expecting. And oh, I, feel like I was I was disappointed, okay? I didn't know the dog situation. <laughs> no one talked about the fucking dog. Okay, maybe they think that maybe that's what the left out loud funny is. I'm like, no, this is this is this weird. Is like, weird. This is bizarre. It's like oh. it, there's so I literally could go on and on. Oh, it's God. the weirdest book I've ever read, and it's there's nothing funny about it. There's nothing romantic about it. Like I'm like, what I was is, gonna say, is there romance for? at all? No. Okay. No. Yeah. No. No. Not at all. Strange. Oh, no, I mean, I'm granted. I'm fifty percent. I don't know, but so Kim, sorry, listeners. You okay. really you really took one for the team. I. You Listen, I, you know what? I'm glad I read them because I've been wanting to read them for a long time. Yes. And now I can just move on. Good I have for so you. many KU books that I want to read. Oh, I can't hell wait. yeah. It's so hell excited. yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Christina. Right. Oh, Christina, your turn. Bring in the sports, girl. <laughs> Hello. Christina welcome to the sports Diane. segment of our evening. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Sports all right. Romances. Here we go. Sports, 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 but not Woo-hoo! really sports. Um, I really. love how I'm like the least sporty of gals. And I'm like, you're sports gal. Here we go. Okay. Christina's our sports gal. Yeah. The least sportiest of gals. But okay. 
Um, but in the sports romance world, I'm your gal. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. all right. So first of all, I feel like I ha- I would I would have been remiss to not discuss this author in this series. So the first thing okay. I'm going to talk about is L. Kennedy and her two series, Briar You and Off Campus. Uh-huh. If you are okay. at all familiar with this genre, you have probably already mm-hmm. read these. So I don't want to harp too long on them because if you know this genre, you're like, yeah, got it. That was old news. Read those a long time ago, Christina. Way to keep current. But I feel like <laughs> I can't uh, I can't stress this enough that they, I feel like to me, are a standard and I want to almost say like classic, like of the genre. Yeah. They are just yes, like, if you like this that. genre and you haven't read these, you absolutely should. Um, yeah, I think agreed. they do everything well. I think they're like very much like almost like, I don't know, like a classic of the genre. Um, and if someone, if you're trying to recommend a sports romance to someone, um, yeah. in addition to Icebreaker and Blindside, this is a perfect mm. recommendation for sports romances for someone. Yeah. Um, okay. There's, okay. So she is, and, and I do have to say, this was my first foray into sports romance. And the way okay. I even found these was from an interview with our Queen Sarah J. Mass. And she <gasps> said oh. that her, she recommend, she was, t- they were discussing, it was on Smart Books, Trashy Bitches, no, yeah. Smart Bitches, yeah, Trashy Books, whatever. Um, And she was talking about, like, they were, like, riffing about books. And she was like, oh, yeah, and Elle Kennedy's, like, college hockey series. And they're like, yeah, I love that. And I was like, ooh, color me intrigued. So oh. then I went and read the first <laughs> book and then read, like, all, you know, 10 of them. Oh, um, I love it. Okay, so. I, yeah, those, they are like a classic. I know, they, yeah, yes. I've heard of them. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, okay. So what I'm, I'm really going to talk about The Deal, which is the first book in the off-campus series. Um, okay. Now this is a, okay, so I'm just going to read the kind of edited synopsis for condensing purposes. Okay. Perfect. Um, if Hannah, a sweet, nerdy music major, wants to get her crush's attention, she'll have to step out of her comfort zone and make him take notice even if it means tutoring the annoying, childish, cocky captain of the hockey team in exchange for a pretend date. All Garrett Graham has ever wanted is to play professional hockey after graduation, but his plummeting GPA is threatening everything he's worked so hard for. If helping a sarcastic brunette make another guy jealous will help him secure his position on the team, he's all for it. But when one (laughs) unexpected kiss leads to the wildest sex of both their lives, it doesn't take long for Garrett to realize that pretend isn't gonna cut it. Now he just has to convince Hannah that the man she wants is him. Okay, so pretty much, and again, this is a perfect example, I think, of why she is a standard and like you have must read in the genre. Because in this one book, we have fake dating, we have enemies to lovers, we have opposites tracked, we have tutor, we have forced proximity. Like literally all of these tropes exist in this book and they are all effectively executed. This is a a good example of every single one. Like there is, it is just like, it is fun. It is sexy. It is like light. It is fluffy. There's like just enough depth. Like there is depth and drama, mm-hmm. but it okay. is also like fun and silly. And like you, you like the characters, but you're not like the drama is good and like deep, but you're not, it's not heavy. Like it's just, sure, it's, good. Yeah. it's all very good. Okay. Um, Got it. I do want to say before I forget that definitely check the trigger warnings on this specific book, the deal. Okay. Um, Hannah, our lead has some, very traumatic history dealing with sexual assault. It is not, it doesn't actually happen in the book. It is in her Uh past in high school, but it very much um, is prevalent throughout the book and her journey and journey with Garrett. So just check the trigger warnings on that. Um, Got it. But yeah, so I, there is spice. It is 
It is not Love spice it. that, okay, I feel like a, a threshold for me of spice level is like, would uh-huh. I text you guys about it? Like, would I be like, guys, this scene, like, you know how, okay. like, you know, Anna was like, like this the scene in the Uber. Scene and like, and scene yes, or the and like, Uber Kim was like, guys, this phone sex scene. And like, yes, uh, like, mm-hmm, the Astronomy yeah, Tower. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, there is good spice. It is there. It is good. Right. Would I text uh-huh. you guys about it? Like, no. But like it exists and it's good. Right. You know? Okay. So maybe a good like if you want like you're new to spice, maybe perchance like it would be yeah. good to like again, reasons why it's a classic. Really a good gateway into the genre. Sure. Really good. Sure. Sure. Um yeah, so it's it's really cute. I mean, my only complaint at all would be I tr- I did like a I didn't do a full reread, I did like a re-skim kind of, I would say. Okay. And I think now current me found like some of the like frat boy like language more annoying than I did when I first read it um I think that is mainly because I now um compare every lead and his friends to Nate and his friends from Icebreaker but um that's just my own product but no I so great I don't I I do think it's I think that if we didn't if it wasn't dual POV and we didn't get Garrett early on having a lot of depth in his POV then it would be detrimental but it's not because we get his POV so like it's fine sure look I like past it Got it. Yes, it's very sweet. He falls so hard for her and like it's oh, college and that. like good yeah. and angsty and yeah. fun and like yes. they both yeah. have baggage but they like help each other with the baggage. It's all very good. Okay. Um Love I it. again, yeah, I mean there's if you like the genre, if you like sports and you haven't read mm-hmm. this, like go read it. The Deal by L. Kennedy. And as okay. well, really, you should, if you like that, progress that series off campus by L. Kennedy and uh-huh. then do Briar U yeah. also by L. Kennedy. Um, they both take place in the same college. Um, the throughout off campus and Briar U, like those characters you meet and they're like throughout the series, like different sure. couples, but they don't cross okay. over a series. Um, but it's just all great. It's like just chef's kids yeah. sports romance. Like Love if it. you haven't read it, read it if you like the genre. Um, okay. Okay. So, so my next sports romance that we're going to discuss um, is The Cheat Sheet by Sarah Adams. Um, yes, yeah. If you both remember, I, I sent you a scathing Marco Polo video saying I hated this yeah. book and I was really upset about it. So yeah. I bet you're wondering why I'm discussing it still tonight. So, um, <laughs> not really, because I'm discussing quite a few books that I didn't love, but go well, on. Well, um, also to tag off, to piggyback off Kimberlyn, um, the reason I was upset about this book um is because i oh, so beach reads and bubbly recommended it i usually just take that and agreed go with it so I, I didn't really read goodreads i didn't really read much and i was like great a non-ku sports i'm gonna do it now yeah i loved this book reading it it was so funny i laughed out loud there's okay. such funny parts like god guys it's so oh, funny. okay what okay. I, and I loved reading it. I think I texted okay. you, it's like loving it, loving it. What I didn't know and what was upsetting to me is I was not aware this was closed door, zero spice. So I thought we were like, we're building, oh. we're building, we're getting there, we're getting there. And it didn't <laughs> We're happen. climbing the mountain. So I felt very angry. So that being said, I was not going to discuss it. But then I thought, you know what? People might at some yeah. point want like, I want to do a buddy read with my mom on vacay. I want yes. to, maybe I have a book club where someone's like, doesn't want to talk yes. about something spicy. Like this is a, if you want a book that you want to read with someone or for any scenario, yes. don't want That's a spicy a great... rom-com with sports. This is perfect for you. It is funny. Yes. It is romantic. It is like silly okay. and light, but there's no spice. Okay. So, okay. and as long as you know that going in, maybe you won't be angry about that at the end. Like I was. Right. Okay. Um, but a good a good point, Christina, because yeah, like I think there point. are t- like 
Yes. For, like if you wanted to recommend a book to somebody, like maybe you feel weird recommending a book with yes. advice if you don't know the other person's like comfort level with sure. it. Sure. If my mother-in-law was like, oh, I want to read one of those books you talk about, I would literally yes. have not one to give her. Because right. I would like, exactly. the idea of her reading one, any book oh. we read and be like, oh, oh God, oh. <laughs> I just couldn't oh, no. yeah. look at her I, in the face. No. no. Okay. No. Um, so, okay. Nope. Um, yes. All right. So um, here is a like short little um, synopsis here. Okay. Okay. Brie Camden is hopelessly in love with her best friend and star NFL quarterback back Nathan Donaldson. This is also me me writing this um, recap. So excuse me, I wrote it really fast. Okay. Um, NFL quarterback Nathan Donaldson. He's really hot. America loves him. He's in all the tabloids, etc. Oh, and he's also secretly in love with her. They're cute platonic besties until she accidentally spills the beans on her feelings and his possible feelings for her to a TMZ reporter after too much (gasps) tequila. Now, for publicity reasons, they have to date publicly for three weeks and things escalate from there. Okay, so here's what happens. So they're BFFs. And okay. they're, like, adorable. The beginning is, like, this really funny thing where, like, she comes over and, like, his, like, girlfriend of, like, yeah. you know, a month or something is there. And, like, she is, like, 6.30 because she always comes over for, like, their run on Tuesdays or something. And oh, the girlfriend God. is, like, huffing and puffing around, like, ah, ah, what are you doing here? And her and, and Nathan are just, like, without talking or looking at each other, like, okay, I'll give you this milk. You shut the door. All, like, like moving around in sync throughout the kitchen and, like, oh, finishing each other's sentences and, like, doing things and passing. And the girlfriend is just, like, huffing and puffing. And she's like, excuse me. Excuse me. And they're like, yes. Like, guys, this book is written so hilariously. Wait, he has a girlfriend? Yeah, at the beginning, there's, like, some girl he's been dating for, like, a month. I don't know. This oh, is his, like, okay. best friend, the lead Brie. Um, and, or a few months, whatever. But point and is this that- is before she think gets leaked. Yes, right. I'm sorry. This is the very beginning. Okay, sorry. I was, um, like thought that he was still with his girlfriend when they were kind of pretending no, 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 no. for three weeks. This is like the like, first what? three pages. But it's like, Got it's it. really funny. She's like, the girlfriend is like, okay, well, pretty much I'm going to give yeah. I'm gonna give you an ultimatum. And then Brie in her head's like, oh, don't do it. Oh, Kelsey, don't, don't do it. Oh, she's doing it. She's doing it. It's done. And like, she's then like it. the girlfriend's like walking to the door like, I'm going, I'm leaving. And like Nathan and Brie are both like, hey. And she's like, what? She's like, oh. Oh no, she's walking slowly thinking he's going to stop her. Oh God. Oh, it's awkward. Oh, make it stop. And she's just like, here I go. And they're both like, okay. And like, it's so hilarious. Okay. So no, so that's their dynamic. They're like best friends. And like, eventually all of his girlfriends end up being like, this is a weird best friend relationship. I don't like it. And he picks Brie over them. Okay. Sure. So then one night they go to like, also his teammates are so fun and funny and cute in this book y'all like these like oh, nfl star like huge yeah. totally men and like yeah so the, okay so the one night it's one of the guy's birthdays and she is and he's like we gotta go to jamal's party whatever sure. and she's mad because so she is a ballerina she after an accident like can't be like a star ballerina anymore so she teaches like um underprivileged youth a girl's ballet and she tries to like only charge them as much as they can afford and she's like a no, great teacher and um sweet. unbeknownst to her like her rent just like keep keeps staying really cheap and like all these things happen and it's because nathan like bought the whole building um that her ballet studio's <gasps> in because he has so much money and so then she is like mad at him because she's like in her and it's it's things like this that you're like, okay, like the, we're not going to be, because you're like, I'll oh, just let him pay for the damn, what, what's wrong with you? Like, that's yeah, annoying. Right. And she, she's mad at it. And then in her head, she's like, no, because this is how I can keep this friendship. If he starts buying me things and I, I start getting like girlfriend 
perks, it's going to be hard for me to like not act on my feelings and not like keep him in the box. Yeah, in his friendship. I see. So like he yeah, has to stay yeah, yeah, yeah. in the friendship box. Anyways, uh-huh. okay. So she's mad at him and he comes over and he's like, he's like, I, you know, whatever. We have to go to Jamal's birthday. And she's like, no, it's just the guys. Like no one else. It's fine. And she's like, oh, fine. And they go and they show up like this like club. And she's like, are you, what? I cannot go in there. And he's like, yes, you can. And she's like, I am in a friend's scrunchie. And she's like, in a scrunchie. That's like how you do it or something. She's like, this is not appropriate. And he's like, it's a private room with the guys. Like, it doesn't matter. And she's like, oh my God. And so then you go, she gets to this, like, like this private room thing. And then you realize like all of his teammates are like, like he, she's also like their best friend because she's Nathan's best friend. So she walks in and they're all like, and like do this whole thing yeah and there's this thing where she's like and then as they always do they like pass me around like a hot potato because she's so tiny and they're so big and so they just like hug her and like pass her around it's so funny um anyways and then oh god okay wait one more funny thing about that night so they're sitting there and this just really got me two of the guys are on either side of her and they're like oh well you know, it's been a long time since we sang our favorite song. And she's like, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. And they both have like shot glasses and they're using them as like microphones and they lean in and she's like, don't do it. And like, hello, it's Brie. And it just really got me. Oh God. Aww, okay. Really funny. Point That's is, I'm really sorry. Okay. Point is that night she gets too drunk. She goes to the bathroom and she has spilled on herself. And this girl in the bathroom gives her a tied to go pin. And she's like tied to go in her shirt. And the she's real drunk. And the girl in the bathroom is like, oh, you like came with Nathan, whatever. And like drunkenly gets her, well, uh, TMZ too. reporter, oh. like weasels the info out of her. And she, gotcha. in some drunkenness says something like, he's, she's like, well, what would you, what about his other girlfriends? I don't remember the phrasing, but she says something to the effect of like, I would tied to go pin all the other women out of his life or something. I would erase them with a tied to go pin something. Anyways, <laughs> so long story short, that all gets like a video of it. Everything gets leaked because Nathan comes in, like takes <gasps> care of her and it's adorable. And then the next day, his publicist, before they can like really talk about it. And, and it's so oh. cute because he's like almost like excited because he's like always been in love with her. And it's like really sweet because <sighs> yeah. But anyways, then the publicist comes over before they can, like, really discuss it. And she's like, all right, so here's the deal. Tide, like the company, um, overnight, just from this video, it's gone viral. Everyone thinks you're the cutest couple and they're obsessed with you and want you to be together. Um, Tide's engagement's gone up, like, 40% just overnight. So they want to scrap their current Super Bowl ad. And they want you two to come and do their Super Bowl ad as, like, a, like, couple, like, Tide, haha, like, funny thing. But for the Super Bowl. Yeah. For their Super Bowl ad. But to oh. make that, but, and they're going to pay you all this money and it's going to be huge for Nathan's like publicity and whatever. But you have to be together, But you yeah. have to be a couple for a certain, like yeah, before yeah, yeah. and course, after. Like, um, and then hence the fake dating. Um, right. So yeah, it's adorable. This sounds it's really great, fun. Christina. Yeah. This it's sounds really, so really cute. I, I do think like, there were a few times that like, she is very, I don't know. She's a lot sometimes like in her head mm-hmm. and you're in her head a lot. So like there was only one time that I was like, I don't know. I'd had a, I'd had a day. And I like was reading. I was like, okay, Brie, I just need you to get it together and like tell me what you're saying and like please just stop. <laughs> like I need you to just yeah. really hone in. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 
okay. Then the next day I picked it back up and I thought it was adorable and cute again. So like, um, Got take that you. for what it is. But yeah, yes. So yes, that is The Cheat Sheet by Sarah Adams. It is a really fun, sweet sports romance with Zero Spice, but it is really, really funny and sweet. Love that. Oh, I love Super that. Super cute. So fun. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to tag on to the end of Christina's. Um, I read, so like I said, I read a lot of, I kissed a lot of frogs. I didn't go into them, but th- I started like three different fantasy romance books and I hated them all. So <laughs> yeah. I gave up them all. So that's when I decided I need something that I know I'll like and will make me laugh mm-hmm. and is light, especially because, like I said, Loving on the Edge and the Beautiful series are very more traditional contemporary romances. They are not rom-coms. I cannot stress that right. enough. Right. Um, but <laughs> No com. <laughs> so I mom. wanted something. No I, Yeah, I needed something light and funny. And Megan Quinn is my go-to mm. girl to She's make so me great. laugh. Love you, Megan. But yep. also deliver Megan. on the romance, the steam, and the happily ever after. So yeah. I love that. I went and read her newest book that came out earlier in March. Um, mm-hmm. And it is the third book in her Vancouver Agitator series because it's me. I don't read anything in order. Right. <laughs> so I just started with book three. You know, sure. I, I don't, it's good. It's a good it's, journey. It is, yeah. it is. So I'm going to yeah. go just go ahead um, and read the little synopsis or uh, the book jacket. So okay. this is what it is. Okay. So running into your ex is never ideal. Running into your ex who is now dating your nemesis is a literal nightmare. That's why I found myself in a sheer panic reaching for the closest guy at the bar and kissing him. And to my delight, he was easily the most attractive man I've ever seen. The only problem is when I tried to walk away after thanking him for his help, he stopped me with three life-changing words. You owe me. Oh, that's how I found myself a college girl in a fake dating rela- in a fake relationship with a professional hockey player ten <gasps> years older than me. At first, it was easy. He helped me with my internship. I helped keep his ex away from him. We were becoming fast friends. It wasn't until he started staying the night at my dorm did the rules of our engagement become complicated. Now my feelings are involved, and even though I kissed the right man at the right time, I'm worried he's just waiting for the clock to run out. So that is, I love it. Love I know. That. Okay, so I am just gonna do. I you can go check out my quick my quick little review on our Instagram. Oh, it's so good, you guys. It's, it's a good review. So here's I I promised I would give a little bit more in depth thoughts. So I love Megan Quinn's writing. I think she is absolutely hilarious. Yes. This book, I'm not kidding when I said I laughed out loud and had to put the Kindle like my Kindle down because I was almost crying laughing at some parts. Oh my She God. writes such hilarious scenes. Like, you know, it's a fake dating relationship. They have this very agreed upon how we met story. Yeah. And okay. of course, they're at their first function for her work. Okay. And they get asked by her boss, how did you guys meet? And she literally blacks out. No. And oh, starts no. talking. And it is hysterical because Silas, sorry, I should have said their names. Um, so Silas is like stand like staring at her, not saying anything, not helping her out. I don't know why he doesn't jump in because this story is ridiculous. <laughs> oh I don't God. want to spoil it. All I'm gonna say is it starts off with her saying they'd agreed that they would keep it as close to the truth as possible, like they met at a bar. Okay. And she literally goes, We met at the doctor's office. <laughs> he had a rock stuck up his nose. <laughs> And, it, and, and he, like, he, he like whips his head to her like what? He is <laughs> oh a God, professional so hockey player. Hockey player, thirty one years old. <laughs> how the hell he got a rock? Like then she oh goes into how God, he got a so rock good. stuck up his nose, and oh, it's of course, yeah, obviously. 
Oh my god! Oh I love my it. god! That's hysterical. But it devolves. Like they start off in a doctor's office and they end up at the zoo. And I can't <laughs> tell you the train of thought that gets her there. It is the zoo. Oh my god! I, you're you're go- She's like, you might why you might ask why we're at the zoo now. Like she's like, <laughs> you, you might ask. Like, Silas is like, please, I please don't continue. I don't like, want to. I know beg why of you, please this. stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh, I, I scared it. the guy next to me because I literally snorted laughing at the zoo part when she gets into the store. I cannot. I, like, I love it. I need to read it's this immediately. It's so cute. It's so funny. I think it's on my Kindle. I was going to say, it's already on my Kindle. The, the boys, like the hockey, the all like the hockey boys have such a cute little texting thread. There's oh, this cute. whole like situation cute. where he's in the like the locker room at the arena like okay. they're post workout, like he's got a towel around him, and he's like te- trying to text with Ollie, and Ollie's trying to like kind of like sext him, and she's with his with her gay best friend, and oh so both her best friend and his best hockey buddy are like trying to help with the texting, and oh, love it. of course the hockey buddy takes the phone and says the most ridiculous things. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. god! And he's so mad. They're like they end up like anyways. I don't want to get. It's so funny. Okay, oh my so god, I, I like the steam is so good, the sexual tension, all of that. Yeah. Megan Quinn never disappoints. Yes. I don't need I don't need to get into it all. I am just going to say one ick factor that okay. really okay. bugged me. Okay. 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 Age gap. This has fake dating. It's age. If there's age gap, there's um what else? There is friends to lovers. Um, there's okay. you know whatever. There's literally this book, this is like this hockey book has everything. Right. Okay. What I didn't like is this 10-year age gap is not a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Except for the fact that she's a senior in college, and a lot of the sex stuff happens in her dorm. Oh, no. And it really oh. weirds me out that he's 31 and she's yeah. 22. She's actually, it's it says 10 years, but it's actually, she's 23 or 20. Yeah, she's 23. Go so it's to actually his like house. Yeah. They do. But, like, he always walks her back to her dorm. Like, he's, like, yeah. very considerate. There's, okay. and I will, I want to make this very, very clear. She is very sexually, like, she's very sex positive. There is okay. no naivety to her. There's no innocence. Yeah. So, in that way, okay. the age gap is, like, not an issue. Like, in no way, shape, or form is he, like, treating her like a delicate flower. No, she is yeah. okay. going for it. Love it is it. all okay. on her. Right. But it. it just weirded me out. I was like, why can't yeah. we make her, like, newly graduated even? Or it's just, just something like, about even, being in college. Even live off campus. That's something about yeah. the dorm is what's yeah. She's in yeah. – that's yeah. the weird thing. Why is she is Megan Quinn made it very, very clear that she lives in an apartment with a mini kitchenette style, but it's still a dorm-affiliated – that's what I was like. I feel like she's trying to make her like more adult. She is adult. She's yeah. twenty three. But some anyways. schools do that. I mean, not to get off topic, 20? but like I remember at Vanderbilt, like I don't know, and Bose. She like at Vanderbilt, you live on campus all four years. Yeah. Oh, you really? do. Like in like yeah, these like do dormy apartments like oh, that. That's, yeah, that's weird. Okay. Yeah, but anyways. Yeah. It's, I really liked it. That there's the third act drama, which I said I saw coming a mile away. It's like pretty obvious, yeah. I think, what happens. But yeah. I really love it. I love that, like, Silas, if you read, the, if you read it in order, <laughs> you know Silas is very, very traumatized by a breakup he had. And, like, okay. it makes total okay. sense. The prologue opened. If, so, like, it's a standalone. You can read it. The prologue goes into the whole reason why he's traumatized. And it makes okay. total sense. He has big, huge trust issues. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I could not agree with him having these trust issues more. Okay. But what I love is that Ollie really provides like a safe space for him, but in mm-hmm. a way that like encourages him to be vulnerable yeah. and also okay. allows him the the opportunity to say, you don't have to talk about it. I'm just here. 
And okay, I'm not yeah. letting you leave because I see you're sad, but we don't have to talk, but you can't leave because you need, okay. you need company right now. Yeah. Yeah. If that okay. makes sense. Like she does. Yeah, no, it's, it does. It's really, so, and so, and with Meg, like with her being 23 and Megan Quinn, I always have a bit of an issue sometimes with her female main characters. I find them to be kind of sometimes just very like brash and annoying. Mm. I, and yeah. then I, I, but I always end up liking them. Yeah. And with yeah. Ollie, it was similar. She was kind of annoying sometimes, but then she'd have these mm. deep, thoughtful moments where I was like, girl, how are you 23? Yeah. All the dynamics in the book. It's so funny. It's cute. It's steamy. It's everything you want. It was a great Kingdom Unlimited breed. So that's just my little gift to you all at the end of this. Yay. Oh, what a nice little treat to end it on. What a great gift. And honestly, this was was fun. I, it makes me like feel like, you know, happy that we read all these and also that like the, you know, there's a spice for every slice of life. Um, and excited for our next KU episode because I cannot wait. Lord knows we have just so many to read. Um, okay. I think that's it. Yep. And, um, okay, so until our next episode, follow us on Instagram at Flights of Fantasy Podcast and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, cheers and happy reading. Cheers. Cheers. Yay. Yay. Bye. Yay. Bye-bye.